Ah, yes, the spads, the spinnies. T-Shark, you wanted to see us? Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, it's about President Macron. Emmanuel Macron? Okay. Did you not see the photos? His hairy chest mansplaining itself all over the, the hustings. and. The... I think you mean manspread. Whatever it is. It's after giving him the edge in the election. Like. And you wanted to talk to us about this? Why? Yeah. Do not remember Court Mac New Year Swim 2019? I, I don't follow. My chest. No. It's every bit as hairy as Macron's. Your chest. I even have the hairy shoulders going forward in terms of... Oh. If we're going to take a tilt at the Auris, we need to get those photos back out there. Sorry, the Auris? Yeah. Tis all over the papers. What? They're saying I'm a shoo-in for the presidency. <laughs> yeah, that election is like three years away. Ages. And I'm finally popular. Isn't politics gas all the same? Well, for years there, I was about as popular as Ronan Keating's second marriage. Now I'm all the rage. Yeah, you're momentarily popular now, Taoiseach. Sorry, what? People are impressed by your ability to walk on two legs and say the blindingly obvious, such as Russia bad, Ukraine good. But, 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 Just but, like when everyone was so scared of COVID, they mistook Leo's ability to read words on an auto queue as action and leadership. And his speeches were so wooden, a lot of people bought new TVs as they thought their screen had frozen when he came on. But hang on a second now. I've really grown into the leadership role. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Yeah, but that's like saying, oh, that old person made it all the way to the other side of the road on their own. You're happy for them for a second. And then you phone an ambulance. I also think I look more like a warm, delighted with himself Taoiseach, yeah. compared to Leo and his brand of chilly arrogance. There is some of that. We call that the ugly bridesmaid phenomenon. Look, man, this is your 15 minutes. Enjoy it. But by autumn, everyone will hate you again. Yeah, they'll realise that aside from a couple of idiots' guide soundbites about Ukraine, you haven't actually done anything. That's not true, no. I, I, I have many achievements, uh, like uh, yeah. uh, the, 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 the becoming Taoiseach. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, the COVID speeches. Right. Uh, my, my handling of, um, in terms of... Uh, Health, housing, cost of living, it's all got worse since you and Varadkar became Kothish's man. <sighs> Sorry. But what about the hairy chest? It's not really a thing with the AB1s. No? Your only hope is that the closer you get to rotating the Taoiseach's office in December, people might think they'll never see you again and you'll get the loser's bounce. Go on. We last saw the loser's bounce with Andy Kenny. One minute people wanted to run him through with a pitchfork. Then once he said he was leaving, they were willing to share their sandwiches with him on the train. I don't know. I don't want people's sandwiches. I've seen how they put four kinds of meat inside them and no, oh, white har- the point white carbohydrates the, the point is if you promise to step down as Fianna Fáil leader at the transition you'll be adored by Christmas and the Auris might actually be a possibility if you stick around however plunge but I want to make history by becoming the first ever Fianna Fáil leader to become tarnished the first ever Taoiseach to demote himself well then enjoy your war holy in 15 minutes or so man like Macron yes standing next to a far right leader has done wonders for both of you but it will all come crash down before long. At a stop. Hi, I'm Marty at Croke Park in Dublin. And with crowds coming for a summer festival party in April, I haven't seen excitement doomed to become disappointment like this since Mayowa last year. Boom, boom. The birds are singing. The cash registers are beeping like a ladies' team coach when Marty's in town with an open neck shirt. That's right. It's Ed Sheeran party time! And Marty's bad habits lead to late nights, but never alone! Hello, Nora! The ginger-haired icon who became a global star without having to marry Meghan Markle and run away from his creepy family is bringing it all back home. Ed Sheeran's granny is from Wexford, or as Dubliners call it every August, the Caravan Park. He lines out on Croker for two days, which is already more dates in HQ than Wexford will manage this year. Oh, that's got a sting! 
Despite the cost of living crisis and the fact that half of Ireland can't even afford to live in a Lego house, people are itching for these gigs. And next week, like that social disease you caught on holidays, that itch is heading south to Porky Creep, where there hasn't been this much simultaneous love and resentment for a redhead since the Gooch Cooper once romped through the rebel goal. Then, Sheeran steers for Thoman Park for the last of the PUP savings, where rugby fans wonder if they'll hear an even worse song than Ireland's Call. But we're not sure yet if Galway Girl is on the set list. Oh! After that, it's a trip to Belfast, and no one's driven that quickly from Limerick to Belfast since they were on the run for doing something terrible, like a gangland hit or Ed Sheeran's gorgeous Galway Girl. Again! It was a fair shoulder! But in the meantime, we're all set for a classic Croke Park double day out. The hum of the chip vans, the splash of punters on doorways making up for two lost years of annoying the neighbours, the sweet smell of county jerseys worn for three sweaty days straight, and the squawk of the seagulls dive-bombing punters for a helping of taco fries. It's good to be back, Ireland. Holy moly, Croker, we're in love with the shape of you. I'm Marte. Half man, half sexual tension, and I like to party. Did I mention I can also fit snugly inside the pocket of your ripped jeans? Woof. Um, I'll have that with the mash, the roast, and the chips, please, Bridie. Wow. Uh, Minister Ryan, what veg do you want? Do you have any veg that has been boiled for two whole days? They don't serve raw veg round here. Never mind. I think I have some cress in my pocket, thanks. Grand. <clears throat> Thanks for coming down to meet me, Minister. This is Offaly's finest breakfast carvery. Not at all, Deputy Cowan. I love getting to the countryside. There's just something about the smell of the place. That's shite. No, no. It's a wonderful environment of nature. No, the smell. It's literally shite. And that's why we have to reduce the number of ruminants on the land. But the smell in here is really lovely, earthy. Well, that's probably me. Sorry about that. It's the onions. No, no. It's it's more smoky. Oh, that'll be the turf fire. <gasps> turf is, is this someone's granny's house? Sorry, what? Because again, nobody's granny will go to jail for burning turf, but everyone else will. If I could get a signal on my phone, I'd ring the guards now. Yeah, the signal in the Midlands is nearly as banjax as the future of turf here. Oh. Thought you'd know that as Minister for Communications. Well, I'm more about communication through birdsong, such as tweety tweety, twiddly twiddly, twiddly. <clears throat> now, as you know, my constituents are very concerned about this turf ban. Oh. People around here have been going ads deep in the bog for generations. Generations, Minister. I, I want to reassure your constituents that turbury rights won't be affected. Isn't that a lovely word? Turbury, turbury. Listen, Minister, you can't tell people it's fine for them to cut turf from their fire, but they can't give a bag of it to their elderly mother for hers. I've already explained that I'm reducing Granny's going to jail by 10%, maybe 8%. You're taking people's livelihoods away. And for what? No. To make the weather worse? Look at the Midlands, Barry. Entire ecosystems have been destroyed by commercial turf cutting. This place is decimated. No, no, this place was always in bits. That's the way we like it. What? And we intend to burn every bit of it until one day it's dried out completely and spent and our lungs are good and black. Look, maybe you'll understand my point better if I spoke your language. You see, you don't speak our language. All you know is muesli and bicycles. We put rashers in our muesli round here and cyclists haven't yet been decriminalised and they won't be until they attach a diesel engine to a rally like a normal person. I mean your language. I've actually been learning some of it. <clears throat> How's she cutting? You who are you? Wow, is, there, is that good? Wh- wh- what are you doing? Now we're sucking biofuels. Stop! 
up the county, uh, senior hurling. Stop that! It's a natural coming out of your mouth. Horses into me, bucko! You're blaspheming our native tongue around here. Wished. If you can't lift her, don't shift her. Jade, stop, will you? Just rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Ban your turf if you want, but in the name of every massy alive, oh. just stop doing that. Excellent. I knew you'd see the light eventually. Now let's have one for the road and one for those that never rode. Ah uh, no! You big dirty hooria! Jesus! Ooh, I'm a savage for bacon and cabbage. Bounce a booby, it's gin o'clock. Time to, to get gin done. Sir, are you all right? One gin for every time I said sorry. You know the rules. It's time for Boris to get properly. Uh. Boris Yeltsin's gin for the win. You don't take apologising very well, do you? No. I mean, what's the plan if you're hit with more of these fines? I, I, I'd say the very same things all over again. Yeah. It worked perfectly once. There's no reason to think it won't work another five times. Oh. Apologies are like marriage vows. You only mean them once every five years. Pickle my porker. So after everything, we're back to just waiting on the Sue Gray report. She won't stop until she's booted me out of number ten. Not the first woman to try to keep me out of the house after one too many. Ha oh, oh. Slosh my sausage. Partygate does feel rather like it could stick this time, sir. War or no war. Wait, wait, wait. I say to hell or to Rwanda. That's my latest MacGuffin in the Boris movie. They will spend so much time venting with rage over my policy that soon the party plot will be long forgotten. God. But sending frightened refugees to Rwanda, some of whom may have just escaped from there, hasn't Madame Patel gone a little bit too far? She's having a Patel of a time! Yeah. The perfect woman when she's through smashing the glass ceiling and making sure all the shards of glass fall on top of the lessers beneath her, she takes a stiletto to the eyes! Wah wah! Honestly, it is quite an extreme plan. I mean, even Theresa May spoke out against it, and she usually adores immigration crackdowns. Indeed, Windrush was her finest hour. I mean, have you run past your family? Have you even seen Carrie? Yes, of course I've seen Carrie. And what was her view on the whole? Girls in the nip in the shower, pig's blood at the prom, Travolta and telekinesis. Sir, it's a jolly good show. Not the film, sir, your wife. Ah, ma, yes, 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 of course, of course, yes. Well, at least we have the support of Denmark. Apparently they're in talks to implement a similar plan. I always suspected there was something rotten in the state of Denmark. Really? I, I, I didn't realise they were quite as rotten as us. Yeah. Waggle my wobbler. This constant chaos you've manufactured since taking office has completely upended the public's very ability to comprehend truth and facts. And when the truth counts for nothing, sir, what else do we... Sir, what are you doing? Are you pouring gin into your ear? Fastest way to the bloodstream, old chap! Ugh. Drowns out all that infernal chin-chin wag-wag gob-gob that people are saying at me these days. Uh. By the time I'm conscious again, around about June, all this unpleasantness shall be over. Twattle my twit finger. Well, stop that at once, sir. We must prepare you for your flight to India. Forthwith. India, yes, of course. Yes. Chock full of opportunities for me to stick my trotter into some inappropriate verbal soup oh. and create more scandal to cover up the old scandal. Good grief. Get me some sandals and call me Gandhi. It is time to Boris all over the Raj. Wah, 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 quavers. Sup, guys? Uh, it's me. Welcome to the Leo Lads. 
This is Leo's podcast equivalent of throwing another sod of turf on the fire. Ah, the sweet smell of killer air pollution. Oh, good to see you again, Pasco. Stop trying to smile, Cotish. It doesn't work. It makes you look like I want to Will Smith somebody. Leave the dimpling to me. Uh, look, I, I'm totes chillaxed, and why wouldn't I be? Oh. I've been doing my disappearing thing where nobody notices. Oh, I thought you vanished from view because me, Hall, and Mary Lou are both way more popular than you now. Well, you know, I don't put much stock in a Opinion polls. <laughs> well, it's all the opinion polls this time, even the ones that are usually nice to you, like Red Sea. And some media are even talking up the possibility of Mihal as president. <coughs> Sorry. Are you okay? What the actual? He's got about as much charisma as an old foot and mouth mat left on a hedge. How is this possible? Mainly by standing next to you and looking great by comparison. Excuse me? Like on a dating site when someone uses a photo of them standing next to a complete minger. Sorry, what? The party's getting tetchy, Cotish. Tish. Your return as Tishuk looks like it'll be about as welcome as a Westlife reunion tour. Well, um, 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 I, <laughs> what evs? I mean, I wouldn't be interested in becoming the president anyway, crusty old institution. Oh, what do you think you'll do after the heave? Uh, I mean, after you leave, assuming you're not doing time, that is. Oh, some UN, EU thing. I'm going to play up to my skills. Ah. You know, anything that pays loads of money where there's no work to be done and there's lots of media profiles so I can keep coming back on TV making digs about the pavs. So nothing new. Anyway, enough of this gloom talk. I'm looking forward to Ed Sheeran this weekend. Yes. Hoping to blag my way on stage, perhaps. Are you sure? Remember, people do tend to boo you when you're out. No, 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 no. no, no. Those people are usually saying... Dude. Um, it's kind of a fond term of affection among all my Leo babes. Leo babes? Anyway, if they start throwing veg at you, maybe it's because they want to make sure you're getting enough fibre in your diet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Anyway, that's um, that's enough for today. Looks like it's enough smiling for today as well. You're back frowning. Well done, Con- I'm not frowning, it's a smile. Uh, it looks a lot like a frown to I'm me. I'm not frowning, it's resting rich face. Bye bye, everybody. Yeah, if you've just joined us, our panel today, Fina Falls, Robert Troy, Pierce Darley from Sinn Féin and someone from a weird lobby group we'll never get round to chatting to. Right, it's a slow news week, so next up, Netflix is losing subscribers, so we asked the knee-jerk question, is this the end for streaming, like? Well, I'd like to point out that thanks to years of government policies, most people still don't even have the Netflix, so they won't notice its loss. That's typical of this government response. People should be entitled to a high-quality service that can offer bingeable shows like Tiger King and Making a Murderer. Sure you know all about that, Piers, well? What? <laughs> what? It's just a bit of fun now, don't be giving me that look. Well... Now, there's too many expensive streaming things now out there, isn't there, Robert? Well, don't forget you can pop a little aerial in the back of the telly, Brendan, to be treated to free programming ranging all the way from T.J. Carter to our... R.T. Jr. You see, but this government doesn't get it. R.T. Jr. will not give the electorate what they really want, which is that Pam and Tommy series on Disney+. Plus. I never said yep. that. I, I, didn't, if I, if I, I didn't could finish my point. Oh yeah, that was the one that had a talking langer in it. That's one. And I, this government is committed uh, to producing top quality home programmes with talking langers, no, provided those langers speak a bit of Irish and maybe get the grants. You know full well that home producers don't have the budget to have a Pamela Anderson show with a talking langer. That's and not if this true. government That's not true now. And if this no. government produced a talking langer, yeah. It'd be talking out of both sides of its of its its. its oh. Wow, this is like the most exciting item we've had on this program in two years. Yeah. But I'm afraid I have to leave it there. Oh. After the break, an hour on the Middle East with someone on the phone. <sighs> Sorry, lads. Oh. 
Bonsoir, mes amis. Normally your beloved correspondent is on the pointless streets outside a Leinster house full of gobsheens. But this week, absolument pas. I've swapped my tweed jacket for a Breton shirt and ventured to the dreamy boulevards of Paris, ahead of this weekend's French presidential election. Ooh la la. Everything is better in France. The bread, the cheese, they even sound sexy when they swear. The drama, the sleaze, the je ne sais quoi. The fact the voters chew up their politicians and spit them out quicker than a Fina Faller eating a Linda McCartney sausage. Two weeks ago, the election kicked off with 12 candidates contesting the first round and not a Dragon's Den judge in sight. France won, Ireland nil. Two candidates then progressed to the second round, President Emmanuel Macron and Marine Le Pen. The French presidential office is, of course, steeped in honour and integrity. Going back to Jacques Chirac, who got a suspended prison sentence for corruption. Francois Hollande, he left his wife for a journalist, only to then have an affair with an actress, the dirty dog. Nicolas Sarkozy, he got a prison sentence for corruption. Oh, vive la France. And this weekend, the world's media are watching. And who exactly will be the next president in the Fifth French Republic of President Macron. Five years ago, he became the youngest president of this country. Emmanuel was handsome, centrist, married to his teacher. Good God, I love the French. But he turned out to be a bit of a flop, though not quite Varadkar levels of flop, since Macron has at least won an election. Ooh. Facing him yet again is fascist girl boss Marine Le Pen. Pen. This is her third time running for president, having stepped out from under the shadow of her father, Jean-Marie Le Pen. They're now estranged. He got married last year and didn't even invite her. It's like a racist remake of Fleabag. Meanwhile, she does... Her policies are too evil to repeat on a family programme. Hi, Mammy. While Macron's campaign is on a platform of being neither left nor right, maintaining the status quo. Oh, mon Dieu, when will these liberals learn? While the race is tight, polls show French voters prefer Macron, even though he's so arrogant. But this is France. They love that kind of thing here. Leo Varadkar was truly born in the wrong country. There's so much at stake in this election. Meanwhile, back home next week, our beige gobsheens return to their dull offices. No spicy, garlicky extremism in Ireland, just flavourless centrism. Liberté, égalité, dahioche. Michel Lehan, smoking a baguette and listening to accordion music. Please don't make me go home just yet. En Paris, ville de l'amour. Oh, welcome back. Now it's CNN's adorable little leprechaun, Donnie O'Sullivan, on a roundup of the week's activities from the White House. Donnie. Thanks. It's been a rough few days for the Biden administration. As rough as the hands of an escort on a rose doing the hucklebuck and Charlie, with President Biden's approval ratings slipping to new lows while he continued to veer off message. I know the families are struggling with higher prices. I grew up in a family where if the prices went up, you might not be able to afford basic health care, like the cocaine for your toothache. Forget about leeches, they were top dollar. Unless you had a swamp nearby, you could go leech dipping, which was a popular sport at the time. When a federal judge in Florida struck down Biden's travel mask mandate, the White House said it would appeal the ruling. But Biden was giving more mixed signals than an escort trying to order a bottle of Blue Wicket in a very noisy bar in Tralee. Here's still! 
Wearing a mask in public transport can prevent COVID, but it comes with its own set of dangers. Back in my day, if you were riding on a stagecoach and you saw a fellow wear the mask, meant he was probably going to rob the mailbag, which was a popular sport at the time. Despite his sliding ratings and growing irrelevance on the global stage, Biden quietly declared his intentions to run again in 2024, convinced that even in his 80s, he's the only man who can defeat Trump. He wants to drain the swamp. I say, where are you going to get your leeches then? Build a wall? Bunch of malarkey. It's child's play. Literally, back in my day, you give a couple of kids some bricks and cement, you had a game of build a wall. It was a popular sport at the time. Speaking of leeches, Piers Morgan's launched yet another presumably failed TV project, and he interviewed former President Trump in a stunt that turned out as predictably disastrous as a bunch of escorts attempting a human pyramid outside a chipper at 3 in the morning in Tralee. False lies. You're fake news, Piers. I won the election, and I didn't launch a coup. And a lot of people said, well, so many people say I didn't launch it. Big people, small people, people who don't exist. My only crime was to break the law. You're a loser. This interview is over. Wow, I've walked out on so many interviews, way more than Obama. Donny O'Sullivan, up the kingdom, CNN News. All right, is this on? Yeah? Hola, Mary Lunatics, and welcome to my Instagram Live. A few things to address this week. Firstly, I utterly condemn Ryan Turpody for pursuing that shocking, outrageous line of questioning with Michelle from Derry Girls on The Late Late. Disgraceful. I mean, like, would he ask Ono Brin that and he's been cosplaying as a millennial student activist for years now? So I call on Ryan Cherbridge to apologise, also for a public inquiry and for hashtag RTE bias to be suspended. Now we're live, so I can see a lot of messages coming through. Let's have a look here. Ash Winner Winner Chicken Shinner says, Mary Lou for president. <laughs> well, it's Mary Lou for Taoiseach, hun, but um, love the enthusiasm, yeah. Moving on, I want to reach out across the Tato Crisp Isle and give a shout out from all us Shinfluencers to all my secret admirers on the other side of the peace wall. You know, the Mary Lunionists. Listen, the cynics might say I could never represent all of you, but look around. Britney's free and up the duff. Benifer are getting hitched. Low-rise baggy jeans are back in style. Anything can happen, folks. Mary Lunionists, there are so many proddy things I love and admire. Jamie Dornan, what? Plus, we've more in common than you think. I share your dislike of the blue shirts and your discomfort over the Irish language. Let's have a look at some of the messages coming in. Ash Bobby 81 says, Looking well, Mary Lou. <laughs> With a few tricolour emojis. Stop, you're making me blush. At Fenian Fiona is there, yeah. Are there no unionists in this echo chamber? This is all feeling a little bit hairy lads on banjos. Oh, here's one. At Unionist Ursula says, Over my dead body will I ever support... And there are expletives and the little red face Sammy Wilson emoji thing. <sighs> well, look at folks. At least I tried. Border pole it is so. And anyway, it'll ensure the South will switch off all the Nordy news for a decade and fail to notice how half our policies up there are the opposite of what we plan down here. <laughs> OK, folks, Mary Lou is logging off. Chucking our pensions. Chat again. Mwah, mwah. Bye, bye, bye. bye. Yes, yes, I, I like that plan very much. What did you call it again? 
Open plan, yes. No walls. Windows everywhere, yes. I've always wanted to be one of those people who live in glass houses. A vicoline! Oh, Dermot, i better go. I'll be in touch. Thank you. Thank you very much. <coughs> was that Dermot Bannon on the phone? What? Uh, uh, well, I was just thinking of making some renovations to the Auris, you know, to... Is that it. a good idea? When we'll be leaving so soon? Oh, well, not that soon. I, I have, what is it, six years left or so? Three years. Uh, only three? Well, three dog years, perhaps, in honour of Mishnah. A considerable more time... My poor Manning, what has you in such a tizzy? Uh, it's this blasted Romish I'm hearing suggesting Michal Martin as the next Uchtaron. Why are they speculating on my replacement so soon? He's enjoying a brief moment in the sun, that's all. <coughs> Speaking of which, have you been outside today? The man has no gravitas, no pomp, whereas I, Sabina, I'm absolutely full of it. That's what they say about you, yes. My subjects, my people, adore me. They barely see you. What? You're like the groundhog in that film about his day. I... Sure, at the Easter Rising Memorial, people knew there was only a 50-50 chance you'd poke your head out at all. Uh, perhaps I could freshen things up a bit. Uh, maybe get myself a veep. A vice president? Yes. Why, I should be honoured. I was thinking Ivana Batchik, since she isn't doing anything important. She's leader of the Labour Party. Uh, precisely my point. Oh, <laughs> look, it's time to prepare for wind down. No. You've almost finished your two terms. The formality. I could step out, become Taoiseach for a bit, tweak some of the language in the Bonrock and pop back in again. And you th- mean like Putin did? Uh, no, more like the backpackers do when they pop over to Van Diemen's land to refresh their visas for New Holland. You mean Tasmania and Australia? Do I? You've been locked up in here too long already, my manine. Uh, You're losing touch with the world. Come outside. Let's go for a stroll. I, I can't. I'm just so busy. I, I'm busy doing the, the, the thing. and the, I'll go outside tomorrow. Oh, I promise. You know, you remind me of a child trying to stay up past his bedtime. Nonsense. This is my home, Sabina. You can't spell Oris on Uchtaran without I. Well, I'm turning in Uchtaran with an I. Fine. Do as you wish. I shall. <coughs> One very small and quiet I. Tucked away silently at the back there, hoping that nobody will notice that it's not really serving any useful purpose at all. <laughs> now, windows! Horse it into me, buckos! 